What is up, people? You are listening to another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. I'm your host, Shamari Stewart, joined as always by my co-host, Kendall Stewart. Kendall, what is up? Yeah, what's up, Shamari? You know, we had another episode of The Mandalorian this week to go over. Um, obviously, you know, we, especially me, you know, I was uh, a little down on the last episode of The Mandalorian. Yeah, uh, to say the least. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, look, you know, it happens. There are filler episodes in television. Um Happens to the best of shows. Uh, Watchmen didn't have any filler, but you know some shows that we that we do acclaim as great shows do have filler. So um, nothing wrong with it, but it happens. But you know the key is to not have as much filler as possible. The key is if you have a filler episode, don't follow it with another filler episode. And the Mandalorian did not do certainly did not do that this week. Uh, they they got off the they got off the train or the track of filler episodes and went to. What was one of the better episodes I think we've had in the series so far? Um, you know, I mean, what was this episode titled? The the Her- the heiress, I believe. Uh, what well, I honestly, I'm yeah, sure. I believe I episode remember. three, the heiress. Um, and you know, like obviously, you know, it starts out kind of interesting with, um, you know, it definitely gave you this 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 pirate. Kind of, it definitely felt like a like a piratey kind of kind of vibe. This episode, mm-hmm. um, you know, from for from, from for a lot of different reasons. You know, I mentioned to you the the uh, the the creatures in this episode look like Davy Jones from Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, for one, but um, just the whole concept uh, had a very a pirates vibe to it. Um, the way that they tried to capture baby yoda and the the them being on the shit on on their ship and that whole deal i mean it was i look it was a it was a strong episode from a story standpoint but then obviously um we might as well get to the big the big reveal because it happened pretty early in the episode um as baby yoda is captured uh by these pirates um a group of Mandalorians come in to save the day, come in to uh, help Mando and Baby Yoda um, get out of the situation. And it turns out those Mandalorians are, in fact, uh, one of them is, in fact, Bo-Katan, who we saw, obviously, in uh, Star Wars Rebels, Clone Wars, um, you know, o- Obi-Wan's uh, sister-in-law. <laughs> well, that's not confirmed. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Relax. But but I mean you know again major character that we that we've been introduced for years in Rebels both Rebels and Clone Wars uh, so we saw her live action debut this week and something that we ex- expected there was a lot of word a lot of talk Katie Sackhoff was was going to be in this in this uh, season and it rang true it did it absolutely did and it it, it met my expectations it met my expectations for a live action Bo Katan. It was almost surreal, you know, seeing an animated character brought into live action. Any animated character brought into live action. How many times has that happened for Star Wars, where we've had a character that was introduced in animation and then brought into live action? Uh, Just, I mean, General Grievous was initially introduced in the the, the Clone Wars. Though I I feel like, I mean, that's a Lucas-created character. Right, Lucas, he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was going to do. So, I mean, it's not not like someone else created Historically... Animated character, yeah, yeah. So I mean, in terms of that way, recently we haven't seen it, right? No, 
No, we've seen live action go to animated. Well, yeah, you we've know, seen we've that seen, plenty of times. Uh, like Saul Guerrero, for example, that was a big deal. Um, but we right. ha- we haven't seen the character that starts off in animation and then. And look, right. obviously, oh, actually, no. Saul Guerrero is a good example of the, the animated that went into live action. Actually, that is true. He was Clone Wars. Yeah, I forgot. He was in the Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I'm thinking about. Oh no, yeah, no, yeah that's a good example. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah well, Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, they went back. Yeah, then they went back. You know, a lot of people look at it as live action animated. Yeah, but you know, maybe didn't watch Clone Wars or didn't pick up being the same person. Um, but yeah, no, this is a, this is a rare one. At least if Saul Guerrero is probably the big example of that, and. Yeah. You know, even Saul Guerrero, a bit player. You know, when they brought him in, it was a really deep cut for a lot of people. Oh yeah, well, um, Saul Guerrero. Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> kind of felt like they had a blank slate using Saul Guerrero. Bo Katan's a character that we, you know has a, a rich history and tradition in the Star Wars lore. So to see her then connected and brought in live action, obviously, was great. Um, you know, <laughs> obviously, elephant in the room was that. You know, we had talked about on this show for, you know, for about a year now. You know, the whole, the whole idea that it was that you know it was a little bit of a, of a disconnect between what the Mandalorians have been, in the animated versions versus what the Mandalorians were, in this show, and that you know there was this code and this honor and stuff that didn't really line up with what we knew about the Mandalorians. Uh, in the animated versions, yes, in Clone Wars and Rebels, and I think the obvious thing was obviously the idea that you can't take off your helmet, you can't take off in front of anyone else. It's never, that's never been a thing. That's never been a thing. Anybody that watches Clone Wars, I don't think that's even been a thing in Legends. Knows what Bo Katan looks like. Knows what I, mean, face I could be, I could be wrong like. about that. Feel free to correct me, but <laughs> I don't think that was a thing in Legends. Anyone that's seen Star Wars Rebels knows what Sabine Wren looks like. You know, it's not like she only wears her helmet. So it was always it was bizarre when they introduced that idea in this episode, or in this series rather. It was and last season. So, and there were some people that were like, "This doesn't make any sense. What are they doing? They're making stuff up. They're changing things, and you know, stuff doesn't fit with canon." I mean, we have to have more trust probably in Favreau and Filoni and. Uh, the story group right. that they weren't just going to erode canon. Competent, yeah, yeah, they're not that incompetent to not even to just completely ignore those types of things. Um, so yeah, we got that covered up in this episode. You know, there are you know different factions of Mandalorians that go by a different code than others, and that's a perfectly logical explanation. I'm sure that's something we could have came up with last season, but to get that confirmation is was cool. It was. It was very cool. Um, I mean, I'm and they made it work. Katie Sackhoff did a great job playing playing Bo Katan in live action. Right. Actually, she, I mean, you know, yeah, she, I don't know. She just did a fantastic job. Right. Uh, playing the character. And there's always those uh, there's always those kind of questions about when you have an animated character that goes to live action. You know, should yes. the person that voiced the character play the character in live action? There's always question marks about you know. I mean, Ashley Eckstein at Ahsoka Tano, that was a big thing. With Rosario Dawson apparently getting the role, you know, that was a little bit of a controversy for some people. Um, And so Katie Sackhoff not only proving that she could be the character in an animated format, but then also then bring the character to life is quite the accomplishment. Because, again, it's not an easy thing to do. I mean, we see it even with Darth Maul. There are some people that want Sam Witwer 
to get the job over Ray Park. And, um, you know, that'll be that'll be an interesting situation. We'll see how that plays itself out. But, you know, yeah, you know, but it'll be interesting to see. <laughs> I mean, I don't, but, I don't know. you know, those are there are always questions that are had. And so, you know, credit to, to Katie Sackhoff. But, um, but yeah, no, what, what else? Uh, what else? What, what were some of your other takeaways or what were some of the things that you you wanted to mention? Um, well, first of all, just going back to the whole, you know, helmet, helmet, right, right, uh, helmet gate. <laughs> Jeez, helmet gate is that what we're calling it now? Um, so going back to the whole helmet thing, I do feel like it was still uh, a bit forced into the series, and not, and not, and that's not to bash the series at all. But I do still feel like they. It's definitely something that. Um. Okay, I'm gonna put this in a in a in a way that's not gonna seem so anti Mandalorian, but I I still feel like it was very much put into the series, um, and then they worked around that. So it's not, I don't think it's something that, you know, just organically meshed with the whole Mandalorian culture necessarily. Um. So, so I mean, they made it work, and it still works. Um, but it's definitely still something that is going to take us some time for me to get used to. And it's, it's definitely something that, you know, they'll, I, I'm assuming they're going to take some more time to explain in other pieces, other pieces of lore, whether it be in the books, comics, other movies, TV shows, animated shows, whatever. Um, uh, because it's still kind of just having seen the Mandalorians without with no helmets at all, no mention of that. And any Mandalorian sect or group or anything and any anything. Right, yeah. And now all of a sudden there's this group where they never take their helmets off. Um, but either way, they made it work. You know, it's it's not, it, it, you know, it's still, um, you know, pretty interesting to see them clash in that way. Um, what do you think this means for his character? This For him now knowing that there are, there are other, he, I mean, if it's a, clearly to him, Mandalorians are only what he knows. They're only like him. There aren't any Mandalorians out there like Sabine Wren or like Bo-Katan or the rest of the group. And so now his whole world has been turned upside down in that regard. What do you think that's going to mean for his character? Uh, That's a good question. Um, We we really didn't get much into that psychology in this episode. Yeah, We We only got maybe a tease of it, but I'm sure that's something that's going to play itself out. Yeah, I'm sure throughout the course of the season in the series. Yeah, I I don't think it will. Uh, at first, I was hoping okay, maybe now he'll take his helmet off. Now right. he'll just take it off. Right. Maybe not immediately, but eventually he'll work up to that. But he seems very. He seems so set in his what he was taught. I don't think I don't think he'll ever right uh, change. I think he's just that's just what it, he's gonna it, do. It's a little bit of uh, it, it, look. That's a little this this uh this is a little bit of kind of commentary. On, I mean, this is stuff that people deal with in real life. You know, you have people that sometimes they grow up in a certain religious background, you know, yeah. where all they know is a certain is a certain type of people, and you know, then they kind of get more exposed to you know other countries, or you know, they they get exposed to other other ways of life, and you know, kind of throws their thing for a loop. You know, there there wait, there are people there are people that don't follow the same exact code as me, and so that is a. Uh, you know, I think this is, goes beyond. You know, I think even even Star Wars. This could extend to any any form of media. Media, uh, these themes and these uh, what they're kind of portraying. So it'll be interesting to see what what happens with uh, um, Mando's character. <laughs> I always call him Mando. What's his name? Din, Din, Din yeah. Jaro or something yeah. like that. 
Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Wait, I'm still calling him Mando. Yeah, Mando's I mean, character. I, to me, I feel like he's Mando to me. <laughs> I don't care what his name is. He's, he's Mando until he takes his helmet off and starts right. not going by Mando. Right. <laughs> he starts telling people, call me Din. <laughs> then I'll start calling him Din. Until then, he's Mando. Right, right. And Baby Yoda's still Baby Yoda. Yeah, Until exactly. they start not, giving, calling Din him. Din and the child. Yeah, come on. It's Baby Yoda and Mando. Yeah. That, yeah that's, Apollo, that's the team. Apollo Creed. <laughs> Uh, but uh, but yeah, this this was a great episode. I'm still waiting for the. Who do you think Sasha Banks' character is? So they didn't go in. Yeah, they didn't go in detail. It. I did some research. I was like, all right, so what's the deal? Because they cl- clearly, you know, they 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 spent some time kind of hyping her up. It seems like she's just who she is. Um, okay. You know, it seems like I forgot what her name is in the in the series, but it's not of anything of not not yeah. Ren. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> not Ren. Her last name's not. Kenobi, <laughs> her last yeah, name right. isn't. Uh, I would imagine not. Tarkin, <laughs> right? You know, so it it seems like she's just a Mandalorian that's been kind of been running with Bo Katan. Okay. Um, which is fine. You know, it, you know, I think that's cool. Yeah. I you know, a lot of look, well suited for the role. Sabine Wren fans can 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 relax. <laughs> well, they all can right. Rest easy. You know, there was a lot of controversy about Sasha Banks being Sabine. Well, yeah, but yeah. I know and was so one. now you know we can rest. Put that all to bed. <laughs> Put that controversy to rest, and we can now move on and celebrate the character in general because I thought she did a good job. Um, you know, I thought that this was a. I thought overall that that whole that whole crew was interesting. Um, obviously, the other big moment in the episode uh, at the end, something of a major cliffhanger, was when uh, Bo-Katan. Uh, referenced um, having to take her, having to take Baby Yoda to a certain Jedi, a certain Jedi that she former knows. Jedi, yeah, former Jedi, Jedi Padawan, and she name dropped Ahsoka Tano herself. Now, obviously, we had heard for a while. First of all, I want to say how much better, how much more would that moment have hit had we didn't know anything about Ahsoka Tano being this episode, being in the series. That would have been um, that would that would have broke the internet. Yeah, that would have completely uh, been massive. Um, yeah, that would have been that would have been huge. Yeah, that would have been all over Star Wars. Yeah, I will say this season they they Disney they really botched this season of the Mandalorians lead up by letting all these things get let the cat get out of the bag in a lot of these situations. I think with Boba Fett especially, I feel like that Boba probably, Fett was bad. I feel like that they probably could have kept under wraps. They probably could have. Tomorrow Morrison being I wasn't, series, I wasn't, didn't even confirm it. Yeah, I definitely wasn't expecting Boba Fett yeah. this season. Ahsoka, I, you know, we had heard so much about Ahsoka already. Right, the Rosario Dawson stuff, had, and that's hard to keep under wraps. Yeah, you're putting a Rosario Dawson in a show. You know, people are gonna start asking who she's playing. Right, and you know, I think even if you didn't say, I think <laughs> the cat would have got out of the bag. People would have guessed, uh, but still. Imagine if we had no clue about Boba Fett. Imagine if we had no clue about Ahsoka Tano. This show would be on fire right now. And it's still on fire. But, you know, there's still a little bit of that. Oh, well, yeah, Ahsoka, we're all kind of waiting for it to happen. Um, but still, I mean, the anticipation is is palpable. Yeah. Um, the anticipation is palpable. Uh, this, is, this is the hype for this mirrors the hype that there was for Watchmen. For a certain blue character potentially showing up, if you haven't seen the series, I won't go in depth. But you know, like that is that 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 situation was similar. 
in terms of people kind of waiting and waiting and waiting. Yeah, and then, I agree. And then it happened, and you're like, well, finally, and the people are <laughs> losing their mind. That's what this is. What this Ahsoka thing will be. And so now we finally got the first name drop. This will be interesting to see how that plays itself out. Um, the next episode, episode four, is will be directed by Carl Weathers. Um, it seems like it's going to be another filler, which, look, it's fine. If they want to sprinkle, you know, great episode filler, great episode filler, we know that the fifth episode after that is going to be the Dave Filoni-directed episode. So I wouldn't expect all these people, all the people out there waiting for Ahsoka you know, I wouldn't expect her to show up in this next episode. If she does, then it'll be probably at the end. You know, I was gonna say you don't even think we're gonna get a tease. It has to be a cliffhanger type of moment, which is possible. <laughs> um, Do we get a reveal? It, it, it could be. She got some lines. Carl Weathers can get us a give us. Yeah, some okay, lines. I mean, that'd be quite the present to Carl Weathers. <laughs> His only directed episode. Well, look, I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna say he can't. Hey, I'm not saying Carl Weathers gonna I mean, botch it. Favreau's but I mean, still the Filoni. This and, is Filoni's character. It is. Yeah, it'd be sure. quite the quite the present to give you know Carl Weathers the introduction <laughs> to Ahsoka Tano. You know that would be wild, but it, but they could go in that direction. Even again, even if it's a even if it's a, a voiceover thing, even it's if true. it's a it's shadowy thing, we don't really see what she looks like. Yeah, you know, know, we could see something maybe, like that. Maybe a projection. What do you what do you think the story is gonna be with Ahsoka? Yeah, that's where, I mean, where is I this think, going? Yeah, I mean, this is gonna be fascinating. I mean, that's the big question. You know, I wouldn't anticipate. Um, and didn't I say last season I wouldn't be surprised if she was, they were like at the very end? Doesn't look like that's going to be the case now. They named dropped yeah. her now. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be a thing where it's in the middle. I think, I think we're going to see her in the middle. Yeah, and, I don't and, think I don't think they're going to I don't think they're going to delay this. And that's what was so end. bizarre about Filoni when they said he was doing the fifth episode. I, in my head, I was like, is there a chance that Filoni isn't doing Ahsoka? Because that's what I was wondering. I was like, because I can't imagine they're gonna they're gonna shoehorn shoehorn her into the fifth episode. That seems very bizarre, but that's what they're trying to do. And I think it's just going to be a backdoor pilot situation. I think it's going to be kind of a random... Like, I don't think anything that's okay, happening but, now... It's I mean, it's important for the for the ethos of Star Wars, but, but I don't think it's the main Mando storyline. But, Kendall, is Baby Yoda going to be now with Ahsoka now? That's what it seems like. like the Ahsoka Yeah, that's what it seems like. So, you think it's going to be Mando from, from, for the I, second oh, half man, of the season and, and season three? That that's that's what I that's what I postulated to you last time when I was like, I don't can this show last on the back of Dinjaro? You know, or people. I think it's gonna have to. You know, eventually. especially when they're they're putting Boba, they're giving Boba Fett his own show. They're already talking about right. Ahsoka getting right. her own show. Well, who's sticking around for a Mando show without Baby Yoda in it? I mean, look, I'll stick around for Mando. I mean, I'll watch it. It's a great show. And I think that's what they're hoping. They're hoping, like you said, you mentioned, you made, you made an apt comparison. Game of Thrones saw so many fan favorite characters come right. and go over the years. and yeah. But it had built such a such a loyal fan base that people stuck around. Right. The question I would have, though, is if, you know, characters like Jon Snow went and then got their own show and all these other characters, <laughs> King Joffrey or whatever, went and got their own show. Would people, would, how many people would kind of just defect and be like, well, I can't watch all of them, so I'm just going to watch these new ones. I mean, they could watch all of them. <laughs> they have Disney Plus, and they have the time on their hands to be yeah. the Mandalorian. I mean, yeah, we're going to watch all these Marvel shows. Um, so, but is it also, is there a concern that we're getting all these Mandalorian spinoffs? I mean, not a concern, but like. Uh, why, why concern? Yeah, I know, I know. It's kind of like, <laughs> what? Concern? It's going to hurt Disney's pocket somehow? <laughs> Uh, a concern in the sense that we're, we're getting Cassie and Andor, obviously, which I'm not super right. excited about. But it sounds like there's some good stuff happening there. Yeah, I mean, with yeah, the rebellion sure. and some good stories <laughs> happening. 
Um, but it would just, wouldn't. Don't you feel like it would be it would behoove them to to make Star Wars stories in different eras as opposed to spinoffs of the same story? Uh, well, I agree with that. You know, I agree with that. I've been saying that for for a very long time. Right. They should spend more time in these other eras. And maybe I mean, they shoot, will. I mean, shoot, even the High Republic, which they seem to be hyping up a yeah, lot. Yeah, they could make a High Republic series. You know, I like. I don't see why. I don't see why not. But, and I mean, they could do a Boba Fett prequel. You know, that's very possible. Or a Ahsoka Tano prequel. I mean, I don't know how an Ahsoka prequel will work. We've already seen everything of Ahsoka prior to what she's gonna basically basically everything prior to what we're gonna see from her now. I would think so. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I don't know. But it's just. At what point is it like keep the Mando stuff in Mando, and maybe give us some other characters, not completely off the beaten path? Maybe they're maybe they're suggesting that look, Ahsoka, an Ahsoka Tano show is gonna be nothing like the Mandalorian. Same with a Boba Fett show. I now, don't know. now one thing to keep in mind is even if these other characters have these other shows, it's not like they're dead in the Mandalorian. They can still show up in the Mandalorian. Yeah, I mean unless they do die off, which but I don't anticipate Boba Fett. Yeah. Or Ahsoka Tano, yeah, or Baby Yoda, you know they can still show up periodically. Yeah. Though I mean, honestly, I I don't know if they would even need to. The Mandalorian is Mando has shown that he has a, a he has that he has that whatever that thing is that you need to draw eye factor. He's man. got it. Yeah, man. I can, I can watch Mando do just about anything. Yeah. It's entertaining. Yeah, Pedro Pascal does a great job. Pedro Pascal does a great job. I mean, so I am having fun watching the Mandalorian. They have the score down. They have the they have the the characterization. They have the li- that lived in feeling of Star Wars down, and and they've got the budget. I heard a rumor about who they think, who people think Mandalorian season three is going to be centered around. Um, in terms of a certain, may not centered around, but a character we could see in Mandalorian season three. And I think it's connected to a, a title, maybe, for the first episode. Um, really? And where, where's this rumor coming from? Uh, is it Reddit? These are just... Uh, <laughs> Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, where are you hearing these rumors? Um, yeah, I, for, I forgot what, what, where, the pe- where the puzzles, where the, where the pieces of the puzzle were, mm-hmm. were, were being connected. It was something to do with, like, a title. I think maybe a series, uh, like a... You know how these movies have these uh, working titles, you know? Sure, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it may have been the working title for the third season. may have been, like, Pirate or something like that. Uh, or something to do with Pirates or something like that. And people are now leading them to think that Hondo might show up in season three. Which, look, I mean, you, you, Hondo shows up in season three of Mandalorian? I mean, you're trying to tell me you wouldn't watch? I mean, look, man. You remember our reaction when they said Hondo was was uh, the voice of was the voice Disney of Galaxy's Galaxy Edge. Edge. He was the the navigator guide, which <laughs> the face all, of by, Galaxy's Edge. By all means, let us know if he is the navigator. I don't know. I, we haven't been there yeah, yet. We gotta we gotta have EJ on here. Uh, you know, post post COVID, we'll we'll I'm sure <laughs> yeah, we'll get out there at yeah. some point. But I mean, this. Uh, but uh, Hondo isn't gonna draw eyes. No, not yeah, not the not the general. Uh, but. Um, but I mean, there's plenty of other, other characters in general, um, you know, that they could do. I mean, Ezra Bridger, obviously. Yeah, obviously you have Ezra still out there somewhere. Yeah. 
And, and um, maybe that's what the future of the Mandalorian lies. Maybe it's I mean, like have, the, the have, farm system for all these. Yeah, I mean, you have Thrawn. Yeah, Thrawn. And yeah, of course, out Thrawn. There. You have all these other Grand Admirals. Yeah, Ray Sloan and others. Yeah, um, who um, can still be fantastic characters along with, Verzio, along with Moff Gideon, Iden Verzio, Janina, 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 Lankar. She was in this episode. Um, she was in this episode. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she was like a. An she alien. was like an alien. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Like, Wait. What? Yeah, what did I miss? I was like, wow, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, maybe that that could be an interesting kind of future for this show. Um, kind of acting as a little bit of a vessel for future characters to kind of debut or, um, kind of as a farm system to to feel out what shows were kind of like how Arrow kind of worked for the CW. Yeah. Like Arrow, yeah. you know, you kind of had to, you know, you're a CW, so you kind of had to make your mark on Arrow first before, <laughs> you, before we can give you a show. So, <laughs> so um, you know, it'd be interesting if that's what Mandalorian becomes. And, you know, this will always be the Mandoverse anyway, just like the Arrowverse is always the Arrowverse. No matter what the CW wants to wants to call it, <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I mean, and see, I still feel like the money lies wherever Baby Yoda is. That that's that's my theory. Um, I feel like Ahsoka kind of shakes things up. Ahsoka and Boba Fett. I mean, you get a Boba Fett show, yeah, Ahsoka Tano show, but those are still those are getting Star Wars fans. Ahsoka. Would I mean, get Ahsoka. More than Ahsoka's a Jedi. Yeah, Ahsoka would get more in Star Wars. Fans. I mean, you a see, you, you can see a female Jedi. Yeah, doing, doing Rosario, Jedi Dawson, stuff. That's getting so many demographics of people. With, with a whole, yeah, I mean, with a whole season, I mean, come on. But everybody's watching. That. But still, I mean, you put Baby Yoda in there. with a good budget. You put Baby Yoda now. That show is well. Yeah, you put Baby. Yoda. I, I think they know that show is is, is bigger than the Mandalorian. You put Baby Yoda, you get all the kids. Is, yeah. is the, isn't the Mandalorian TVMA? Are kids even watching the Mandalorian? I don't think it's TVMA. Yeah, kids watch Mandalorian. Okay, yeah, maybe you can't not. put Baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That would be right. on Disney Plus. Yeah, Come that's on, a good, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that, that would yeah, be malpractice. No, I just remember Mando did some violent things, but I think they, I think they stretched it to like fourteen, I think, or something like that, or PG or fourteen. Yeah, it's pretty, I think it's probably PG. I'm thinking. Yeah, or, yeah, maybe. I'm, yeah, I could be bugging. I don't know why I said because <laughs> it's, it's not that. Cool. Yeah, I'm, you've never heard a curse word on the show. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I know Mando's killing guys. Carabas. <laughs> but um. Uh, but yeah, I mean, look, you know, you get we put Baby Yoda in there. I mean, you you know, you're, you're getting all the kids are watching. Yeah, um, which the kids are watching Ahsoka anyway. That's why I mean, I feel like Baby Yoda and Ahsoka. I mean, it's I wouldn't say it's redundant, but but I mean, look, I'm just saying. I, I, again, we mentioned it last week. You don't want to harp on it again, but hopefully, we get like a a a teen Yoda as opposed to a baby Yoda man. I mean teen Yoda. It doesn't Yoda? make any sense in terms of What does that of, even like, look like? Is it, is it is it Yoda like tiny anyway? Well, or yeah, do or do they get bigger? It's like, like a baby tree. Yoda can talk. <laughs> a baby Yoda that can like be trained. I'm just uh, I'm tired of the I'm not tired of it. He's a great character. But <laughs> you're already getting you're yeah, already, I'm tired, already, you're already I don't with baby Yoda. Yeah, I'm I don't want to jump with him. Yeah, I don't want to jump the gun. Tired of all this baby no, Yoda. All these people in the comments, <laughs> you know, you don't have to go crazy. But, you know, at, at what point do we kind of say, all right, you know, the the, 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 the jokes. That's what I mean. You say, I mean, we talk about Baby Yoda going to multiple shows, and it's like, at one point, how many shows can he jump to right. before we just like, all right. I yeah, mean, he's just a mascot. He's just all uh, Baby Yoda. is uh, <laughs> ah, yeah. screaming all about stuff. He's or, like, he's got to have a story, and people are so invested. There, there are, there are the segment of people that 
just like Baby Yoda because he's Baby Yoda, and which is fine. Just you know, he's a he's a sure. he's a cute, cuddly mascot pet character. That's fine. There's also, but there are also there's a segment of people that are very invested in what whatever his story is. Right? Where is he from? Who you know? What's the deal with the Yoda species in general? What's is he is like? What's his future? What lies his future? Because when we get to when we get to episode nine, like where where is he in in the in the sequel trilogy? Because this is way this is well before the sequel trilogy. Where is mm-hmm. he? Where is he then? There are so many questions about the Baby Yoda character that need to be answered, and I hope these 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 years the aren't school. spent. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> wow, I would hate that. Um, he was in the stands. <laughs> we find out he's Snoke. <laughs> That's a theory I have not heard yet on Snoke. But um, but no, I mean, we just have all these. We have all these years, but I hope they're not spent just just with Baby Yoda, kind of with no development. You know, we need some character development. We haven't really gotten any from Baby Yoda. Not even yeah. like backstory. Yeah, I, I want. Sometimes I wonder if they planned out an ending, quote unquote ending, for Baby Yoda's arc. So to speak, or whatever his story is supposed to be. Look, we have to have faith in John Favreau. If you told me this was a Kathleen Kennedy-led project, I would tell you, no way they planned it. <laughs> Daisy really told her. She told her herself, or she told us herself, that <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy and the group at Lucasfilm they don't plan anything out. They they messed around with a Kenobi thing, I guess, maybe, and then last <laughs> and then messed around with the Kenobi thing. <laughs> And then you know that they threw that away, Ugh, and then we didn't know what we were. Gonna do. Yeah, I don't even don't even remind me. So Just the many hours I spent racking my brain around who who what their plan was, and it wasn't. Yeah, I know, right? There was no plan. Oh my God, they were listening to us, trying to pick ideas, pick our brain. Um. So yeah, look, the optimist in me is that Lucasfilm has a plan, rather that Favreau and Filoni have a plan, and that Lucasfilm. Is giving them the keys. The realist in me is that look. I mean, it's Lucasfilm, so and whenever money money is 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 in the is in the the vantage point, clearly they're they're they've got beyond Favreau and Filoni making the decisions on Baby Yoda. You know, <laughs> as sad <laughs> yeah, as it yeah. is, if he's yeah, too much of a money maker. They've got to have a lot of heads, you know, at Lucasfilm deciding what what's the future of Baby Yoda. And so I think this I think it's very much in flux. That's what I'll say. Only because again he's such a moneymaker. Yeah. It probably wouldn't be smart for them to do anything with Baby Yoda at this age. Um Yeah, I mean overall, again, my Car Dune is probably gonna be in the next episode, which obviously, you know, there's been a lot of controversy surrounding Gina Carano recently. Uh, you know, it's all political well, stuff. Yeah, of course. But you know, it'll, <laughs> it'll still be interesting to see her character show up again. Um we were gonna get Carl Weathers' character again. Um, don't know his name, so I'm just gonna call him Apollo. Uh, so, so we're getting Apollo. I and, forgot, I forgot his name. Too. And Carl in this episode. Um, gonna go back to the bounty hunter stuff. Which, I mean, look, that should that should be cool. Um, and also, I forgot to I forgot to mention we got we got Moff Gideon in this episode. Hadn't seen him in a oh, while. Oh, really? Or last episode? Oh yes. Yeah, we got Moff Gideon. Yes, we yeah. did. I mean, Moff Gideon. Talk about terrifying. The you know the, him with the the long live the empire. Yeah, man. And them taking out the the the, the commander taking out the, the pilots. Yep. And then and then 
eating the pill. Yep. <laughs> yeah, man, that's the empire, man. That's the empire, man. That is that is the empire. Um, it's completely in character. That's and that's the difference between. And, 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 and no, by that mean no offense to any sequel trilogy fans. I, they were good movies. I'm not saying they were bad movies. Yeah, she wanted to pick it apart. I said. <laughs> but that's the difference between when you have people leading the ship who know are in tune with the the of with what the story is, with the characters, with the world itself, with the factions. This would this faction behaves in this way. That faction behaves in that way. And just being able to get into the real like details of how they behave, you know, and what they would do in situations, and have everything fit neatly, make sense, have a plan for stuff. That's the difference between that and just kind of just just doing whatever, or just saying, oh, well, it people like that, so let's copy that. That's the difference. I mean, this is something that was not done in in uh, the original trilogy or anything like that they're expanding upon that they're taking that and they're expanding upon it to go even more in depth with what they do that's what they do in the books that's what they do with the comics yeah that's what they're doing in this show and this is what this is what you get out of that so yeah it's, it's just very very pleased i was very pleased with the action from the mandalorians in this episode i was very pleased with the the behavior of the imperials there were a lot more stormtroopers on that thing than I had. Then I was like, "Wow, there's like a lot of stormtroopers on this thing." But yeah, there, but I mean, the the action was great throughout. Yeah. From those those uh the the aliens that were on the boat, with how they betrayed Mando, and uh, ugh, it was all all of it was fantastic. All yeah. of it was was really really well done. Very impressed. Um, uh, and I, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next one. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing seeing more of Moff Gideon and everybody else. Yeah. So what what's uh what what's your score for this week? Um, you know, obviously I know you gave the first episode a ten. So uh, <laughs> all right, I, t- I took that back. All right, I think I took that one back. First episode was it was not a ten. It definitely was not a ten. I give this one. This one is this is definitely like a, I think it was like a nine point three. Nine point three. Yeah. This is a, a very good episode. This is a very very good episode. Um, I mean, if I had to think of any cons, uh, I mean, it's, any cons really is just a nit, idiot, just nitpicks. There's really, really nothing, <laughs> right. nothing major. I mean, waiting to see Boba Fett, waiting to see Moff Gideon, waiting to see this one and that one. But I mean, I got to see Bo-Katan. Yeah. I mean, how, I mean, how, how upset can I be yeah. in this episode? This is a great episode. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I'm falling somewhere between eight point five and a nine. Um, you know, I thought I thought this was a really good episode. Um, you know, I think that uh, obviously, again, I still think that there is another notch for this show to get to, which is why maybe I'm a little lower. You know, I think there's another gear for this show to reach, and, I, and I'm waiting for it. And when that happens, it's gonna get that nine or that it's gonna get that nine point five or that ten. Um, but again, the standards are super high. Yeah, man. If I don't see lightsabers clash, if I don't see the dark saber clash with the yeah, Soka's lightsaber, yeah, man. That was, that was it's funny you mentioned the dark saber. We got some dark saber lore in this episode as we well. Did. Yes, we did. Some teases of the dark saber. Bo Katan is coming for her stuff, and Moff mm-hmm. Gideon, <laughs> Moff Gideon is waiting. Do Do we think we get that clash in this in this season? Uh that is pot. Was it eight eight episodes? 
I kind of think that that's the next season thing. Eight episodes. I, mean, I think we could get it this season. We I could. mean, if we see Bo-Katan again in this season, which yeah, we probably, probably will be a clash. I would expect. I just know that Esposito talking about how excited he is for season three makes me feel like there's still more. It's mm. still a while before we get a, a, a true Moff Gideon. And if they clash like that, you don't think he's walking away? <laughs> I mean, this is Bo-Katan. Yeah. Yeah. And Moff yeah, Gideon, I don't, I don't know how, how trained he is of a fighter. I mean, it's possible, but. So, yeah, I think that'll be that that'll be an interesting question. But yeah, I'm 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 going I'm going eight point five. I'll go eight point five for now. I thought this was a great episode. Um, you know the 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 teases and the the reveals were great. Um, the action was great. I, I maybe I I don't know. I, I again, it wasn't it, it wasn't a it. The, the episode didn't do a million things, which is why I can't give it a 10 out of 10. Like, it wasn't like, it didn't have the biggest reveals or the biggest this or the biggest that, but it was just all very good. And it was, it was a very solid piece of, of television. So, I, you know, um, all credit to, uh, this was Bryce Dallas Howard, right? It was, yes. Um, so, you know, all credit to her, all credit yeah, to Favreau. Yeah, she did a good job. And that, that, entire, uh, that entire group. Credit to Lula Gordonson as well. His score continues to uh, yeah, continues to impress. It continues to impress, man. It's <laughs> very good. It's not hard when you have uh, you know such an amazing theme that he put together. But you know you can just play that theme in every other scene, and uh, yeah, I, I'll yeah. come on here and talk I, about how great the score yeah, is. Yeah, I'm invested. I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> at the edge of my seat. Yeah, waiting to but, see greatness. You know, <laughs> like he, he peppers in other songs and other moments that that yes. also fit. So yes, credit to him as well. Um, yeah, my biggest takeaway from this 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 Imperial broadcast is that uh, Shamari thought that Mandalorian was T- TVMA. Uh, <laughs> clearly, clearly, you were um, it's for uh, adult audiences only. You clearly, you were traumatized by Baby Yoda eating the children. <laughs> well, yeah, those people definitely did <laughs> TVMA. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? They were shielding their children's eyes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, there's a segment of people out there that, that want the Mandalorian. Well, look, and if you're listening to this show and you're one of those people, I don't mean to offend you. You know, I understand. I, I, look, and, and uh, yeah, I, I understand know. your beliefs, and it is what I, yeah. it is. Although I don't know, I mean, would you really be listening to this show if you if you hated the show that much? I mean, maybe I mean, you do, they, the do they hate the show? Yeah, maybe they just feel like the show took it a little too far. They took a political message. Out yeah, they took, took it a little too far. I mean, look, I, I don't necessarily agree, but <laughs> right. some people feel that way. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know, so it is what it is. Um, uh, but all right, so I think that'll do it for the show. Uh, so thank you all so much for listening. Uh, this show was really just a Mandalorian review, as you guys all heard, <laughs> obviously. So, um, yeah, next week we'll be getting more into the details of of what's been going on. We already have a few stuff that we know we're going to talk about next week. Uh, so you guys can look forward to that. Um, I will be done with Thrawn by the end of next week, for sure. So you guys can look forward to that review. This has been a... Uh, that book has been... Has definitely exceeded my expectations. I would already say I think it's this is better than the the last two Thrawn books we got. So Timothy Zahn is definitely in his element right now. So you can look forward to that review. Uh, and uh, I'll be reading the Bounty Hunter comic as well. So you can look forward to that review. Uh, I probably won't finish Squadrons by then, but you, you guys will get that review at some point as well. Uh, but that'll do it for this show. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm your host, Shamari, joined by Kendall, and we will see you guys next time. Peace.